0: 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Ron Ross is our Middle East correspondent and is joining me on the phone once again. And Ron, the situation at the moment in the Middle East certainly not improving at all. In fact, it's been quite uh, violent over the last few days. And now there are protests all occurring outside Benjamin Netanyahu's house.
1: As we speak, thousands are protesting in front of the Prime Minister's residence in Jerusalem, and they're calling for more aggressive action against terrorism inside Israel. The demonstration also includes, by the way, dancing with the Torah. It's a custom uh, well associated with the holiday of Simchat Torah, which was a couple of days ago, but they're extending it. And uh, dancing with the Bible is said to lead the uh, people with joy, but they said and declared, we came here to shout enough is enough, and regional council head Yossi Dagan spoke to the press, he's kept a constant vigil in front of the Prime Minister's home since Friday, in protest over the murders of Rabbi aitam and Naaman Henken. We did not go to President Barack Obama or the EU. We came here because it is the Prime Minister who must take action. What will, was will be no more, he said. You cannot continue to bow to terrorism. The Tourism Minister, Yerev Levin, also spoke at the rally. Interesting that uh, Benjamin his own Cabinet ministers, spoke at this uh, rally. Uh, he said those who think that terrorism can beat us today see us and understand it's impossible for them to win I hope the cabinet will now make appropriate and courageous decisions Uh, not necessarily in response but in New York before Benjamin Netanyahu left after he spoke at the UN he said to the people of Israel that he would use an iron fist and take much tougher steps against terrorists He said that Israelis could expect much tougher steps to be taken than has been done in the past. He also said police are now entering the centre of Arab neighbourhoods as never before. We will destroy their homes. We will allow security forces full freedom of activity against rock throwers and firebomb attackers. We need to take these steps in order to protect Israelis in cities, on the roads and throughout the country. The Prime Minister said we will not provide immunity to any rioter inciter or terrorist. Now that's very interesting because Israel is going to take action against any preacher or anyone who incites anyone to violence. He said not anywhere will they be safe and there will be no conditions that will restrain the uh, security forces. He said Israel's security forces will now have no limits when it comes to defending Israelis. So it's getting very hot in Israel right now.
0: Well, it is, and I suppose if you go back to just the Cabinet Minister speaking, you got to look at the whole situation whereby, uh, of course, Benjamin Netanyahu's election was quite tenuous, wasn't it? And wasn't a huge majority. So could the entire Cabinet fall over? Could his leadership fall as a result of this?
1: Certainly it could. Uh, the the uh, From the Jewish Home Party... Uh, a member of parliament smotrich said unless netanyahu did not step up activity against terror he will withdraw from the coalition uh, smotrich laid out his position in a facebook message directed at netanyahu in that he said, I'm a member of the Jewish Home Party and I've made it very clear and make specific demands for security. We have demanded that you, Prime Minister, no longer prevent security forces from doing their job in fighting terrorism, that you allow buildings in all of Judea and Samaria and without any limitations, and that you return all the terrorists freed in the Gilad Shalit deal back to prison. Unless this is done, we will withdraw from the coalition, uh, and that could happen before this weekend.
0: So essentially the call is move to try and prevent the escalating in violence by using violence in and of itself.
1: Uh, That certainly seems to be the situation. I've been praying about this considerably, uh, and uh, I don't believe the situations come about because god's cursing anybody i don't believe that at all but i do believe god allows us to run our own lives he allows us to make our own choices and if those choices are not god-centered then we bring a secular result upon our own heads and i think what we're seeing in the middle east there's a defiance of God where people have decided that presidents and prime ministers and governors or armies can rule and they can do it in, peace, in peaceful ways. That's ridiculous. There is only one who can rule and reign, and that's Jesus. And uh, unless we follow him, uh, the consequences are the mayhem that uh, we're having come upon the earth right now.
0: And if you look at the policies that are being passed in America as far as ISIS is concerned, it seems that that organisation is only flourishing under that rule, isn't
1: it? Uh, Well, it's very interesting that Bashar al-Assad makes very rare media uh, speeches. Uh, But in Syria at the weekend, he gave a speech to Iranian TV. He sharply criticised the the United States and he sharply criticised the fighting against ISIS, including the U.S. and Australian coalition. According to Assad, his country can only be saved by Syria's alliance with Russia, Iran and Iraq. He said the chances of succeeding are excellent. The cooperation between these four nations on the military defense and intelligence levels will lead to practical results. This coalition must succeed, otherwise we will see the destruction of the entire region. A Russian source said on Sunday that Russian President Vladimir Putin plans to send 150,000 reservists sometime this week in order to deal with the ISIS threat. We could find ourselves fighting alongside America against the Russians and the Iranians uh, in a catastrophe in Syria.
0: Yes, and we've seen somewhat Australia's stance seemingly softened in that regard, haven't we, really?
1: We have. The uh, Foreign Minister not so long ago uh, gave some indication that we might consider keeping Assad in power. Vladimir Putin is having the time of his life right now challenging uh, an American president who wants his legacy to be that he reduced the numbers in the army and he caused no more wars. Well, unfortunately, his lack of involvement is doing just that and it was interesting that iran has expelled a senior official from bahrain's embassy in tehran in a retaliation after the sunni ruled gulf state expelled the iranian envoy in Manama and recalled its ambassador last week the number two official in bahrain's embassy in iran is persona non grata And Mr. Bassam al-Dasseri must leave Iranian territory within 72 hours, an official statement said. And uh, they claim, the Bahrainian leadership claims, Iran is trying to rule the Middle East and they will not tolerate it, Uh, but we must understand that uh, Bahrain is a Sunni state And in very close coalition with Saudi Arabia. So the situation is certainly percolating.
0: So Bahrain is essentially saying that Iran is trying to rule the earth, which one would have to think would have to be music to the ears of the Ayatollah.
1: Absolutely. And and with his support coming from Vladimir Putin and the situation escalating dramatically, uh, we really need to be praying about the situation uh, in the Middle East. Without Christ... There is no peace in Jerusalem. We've got to understand that. We're called upon to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And the Middle East crisis is is taking place. And we're having terrorism take place in Sydney and in Melbourne, in our own country. And there is an awesome danger uh, that radical terrorist attacks will escalate all over the world as people who are unhappy or insecure will... The opportunity to call themselves terrorists and commit bloody acts. And uh, without prayer and without intercession, uh, we're, we're really defenceless.
0: It is certainly something that we need to continue to pray about. That is Ron Ross, our Middle East correspondent. Ron, as always, good to talk to you. We'll talk again next week.
1: Thank you, Tracy.